I think about where we were when they were born versus where we are today. And, you know, at the time we, my husband and I both worked full time. We both um, were kind of tied, you know, geographically bound to where we lived um, and, you know, where our jobs were and things like that. And, and, um, and we didn't have as much time with them at home. Right. And then my husband, when he started staying home, that was great. They've got more time. And then I started working from home before everybody was right about right. eight years ago. Um, we were able to move to the coast of Maine because we were able to pick the place and not the job. Right. So we came out here to the coast of Maine. Um, and now we spend a month in the summers in Puerto Rico together. I take uh, about a month off and just kind of hang out with them. And we're able to spend time, you know, <laughs> practicing our Spanish and, and just like really having that time to unplug together. And all of those opportunities we wouldn't have had before. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver, and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. Here. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. It's Dr. G. And we are back with another episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. Today, we have Deborah Boggs with us. And she's going to tell us all about what she's up to and who she is. Take it away, Deborah. Thank you so much, Dr. G. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for the invitation. So we are dying to hear about you and what you're up to and all of that great stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, founded and now run uh, DNS Executive Career Management. And what we are is an executive career management firm, meaning that we work with VP to board level leaders to prepare for and navigate their high level searches. So we're not a search firm. We don't do placements, but we say we're like the home stagers to make a luxury property look expensive before it goes on the market. So we work with a lot of people as they prepare for and navigate that search. So that can be anything from, you know, a high level resume, LinkedIn profile, all the way to the job search strategy, because um, the executive search is different and how you take yourself to market is different. So what does that strategy look like? How do you negotiate compensation and especially for women, um, you know, to maximize your offer, all those kinds of things. Wow. And how did you, um, how did you end up getting into this? That's not the typical career path. It is not the typical career path. And I didn't take a typical path either. It, um, you know, I joke that it was more of an accident that snowballed and took over my life. But I think um, like a lot of listeners, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I got out of college. I was a first generation college student. I didn't really know what the options were available to me. And I, you know, I graduated, finished, I, you know, had an internship. Anyway, it was just kind of meandering around from job to job. I had great jobs, but nothing that really like spoke to me. And then I got the job that I thought was going to be my dream job, the job that I thought I'd retire from, which was um, as director of career services at a university. Okay. And 
I loved that work, but what I realized in doing that, that what I really loved was working with job seekers to prepare for their searches, to give them the confidence to go for stretch rolls, to give them the confidence to go for things that they might not have thought they could or, or you know, land that big opportunity. And, and so I kept doing that on the side. Um, I started doing it more as a, as a freelancer. Okay. And that's what ended up snowballing and taking over my life. So I started as a solopreneur. Um, our team is about... 10-ish people now um, nationwide. Nice. Uh, and so we've really, you know, what started as a, as a side hustle for me really grew into really working with that executive um, job seeker or someone searching for a board seat. Um, but it didn't start out that way. It kind of started with working with everybody as I realized that the, the executive search was so much different um, and the advice out there, I wasn't seeing as as really tailored to the executive seeker. So they were getting a lot of bad advice or just advice that didn't make sense for that level. And and so um, we just kept niching down and uh, and here we are. That's awesome. And, you know, as we, we are always curious along the path, if there were any moments when you felt fear, even if it was like transitioning from, you know, college, you mentioned that you know, you had some great internships and you had some, you know, great jobs. Um, but was there fear when you kind of realized, man, none of these things are speaking to me? Like, did that, that bother you at all? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I really struggled with what do I want to do? What do I, you know, what gives me energy? I was doing things I, I liked doing. I liked to work. I liked the companies I worked for. And I just, but I couldn't figure out what, what's that thing that I want to do? What am I, you know, really called to do? And I, um, I will say there was a lot of fear because um, at the time, so fast forward a little bit, you know, I, I, at that point, you know, when, when I started my freelance work, I was vice president of business development for an online training company. Okay. So I kind of meandered around and found myself into that, right? It's a long story and I won't bore you with all the details of my career. The point is the longest time I've ever worked for a company is when I started my own, right? I didn't stay in a job long enough in anything else. Um, but that was about eight years ago. And I was freelancing. And at the time, my husband was a stay-at-home dad. He still is now, but our kids were really, really young. So they were one and four, I think, at the time when I started this. And we really didn't know what... I got to the point where I was getting a lot of business, but we didn't know what it could be if I could focus on it full-time. Like, what if I could just quit the full-time job? I was the breadwinner. What would that look like if I just put all the chips in and bet on myself? Um, And I was terrified. And I didn't know if I could do it. And I wasn't sure what would be there on the other end, but I had and still have an incredibly supportive partner who said, I believe that you can do it. If anyone's going to do it, you can do it. We're going to try it. If it doesn't work out, I know you can go back to work or he could. I just got really spoiled by that point. Didn't want him to go back to work because I don't want to go back to the laundry and the cooking and the daycare and the things. That's fair. um, And and we tried it and it was, and it worked out great. And I would do it over and over and over again. But I think that that fear of like, okay, let's leave the full-time income before I'm making full-time income and just right. kind of bet on myself was mm-hmm. a scary time. Wow. And so for you, it was the encouragement and support of your partner. Um, did you have to do, and did you have to tap into anything within yourself or have to like get any other like external prompters to kind of push you along? I, you know, what helped me in making that transition is I had a contract role too. And so I was able to kind of bridge that gap and not have to be completely on my own kind of net. And gotcha. I think that piece was helpful of just knowing that, you know, I could have a little bit of income as I got going. Um, and, and so that contract role was really helpful for me as I made that leap. 
Um, but I think, you know, the other thing is not thinking too long about it, right? I didn't want to, I think, you know, when we wait till everything's perfect, we can kind of push off and push off and push off and push yes. off. And I decided, and I've done that a couple more times throughout my business. And as we scaled and iterated, you know, you rip the bandaid off and just do the thing. And I think that's how I, I can get past that fear is like not waiting till everything is perfect. That is good. I like ripping the bandaid off of things because if you think too long, you tend not to do it. So right. That's a great we way to talk ourselves out it. of it. Exactly. Yeah. You find every reason. You're like, oh no, all the excuses come up. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And then, so now you've been in, you've been on your own for eight years. Are there any new fears that have arisen now that you're eight years into it? Uh, um. Yes, I would say so. So we, we made a big bet again, Um. just the start of this year to, we merged with another company. We kind of, you know, acquired, did an AccuHire, right, of another company. Okay. Um, and that was really what we needed to do to level up to that next level, to really do the big things we want to do this year, to serve the amount of people we want to serve and get into some new services. Uh, but that's scary, right? Because that's then, you know, we have a team now. I've, You know, our, our industry is mostly contract, but we have a few full-time people on our team. And then this would be bringing on another full-time person at like a different level, right? And it's like, okay, now it's not just me that's depending on making this thing work. It's uh, it's other people's livelihoods in a big way, right? And I think that's right. where it is now of, of it's not just, you know, is my family going to have to eat cat food? It's like, is everybody's family is going to have to eat cat food? And I think, yes. and, and same thing, we we really wanted to ramp up to this. We'd worked on it for a while. And then it's like, you know what? If I don't put a date on it and say it goes live January 1st and rip the Band-Aid off, mm -hmm. I can't grow and iterate to get to that point to, to, to feel comfortable with it until I do it, right? Yes. No, so I don't so think true. that goes away. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. There's different levels, as you mentioned, that happened there. So that's fantastic. And I love that you mentioned um, you mentioned that you had to put a date on it. You had to give yourself accountability because mm -hmm. that is one of the hardest things I would say when you're an entrepreneur is that you have to really do that and force yourself because otherwise you'll find, you know, oh, let's do this other prep, prep work to make sure we're ready and then you never get ready because Constantly until you have that hard yeah. line date, it's like not going to be real. So that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. That's I awesome. set deadlines for myself all the time. When we initially, when we initially launched the business, like it was started as a freelance, when we decided to make it a full-time business, I had to give myself a launch date, even though no one cared, but me, I right. needed a launch date or you're right. You would piddle around with the website, oh, yeah. mess around with the oh, wording, yeah. mess with the services forever. Mm-hmm. And we did yeah. a, um, last year we did a rebrand and a rename because of course, when we started, we've really grown into something different. And so our name didn't make sense anymore. And so we did this rebrand and same thing. I kept like for two years, just dragging my feet and dragging my feet. And finally last year I said, okay, we're launching September 21st, whether I'm ready or not. Right. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. That is great. And then, so, so those are some big things happening this year for the company. So you got to tell us, uh, what the company's name is and how people can reach out to you. So it's D&S Executive Career Management. Um, you can find us on our website at dscareermanagement.com or follow me on LinkedIn. I put a ton of content out for executive job seekers, board search information, things like that. Um, and on LinkedIn, it's um, my handle is Deborah Boggs, D-E-B-R-A-B-O-G-G-S. Perfect, 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 perfect. And so you have to tell us now, are your kids... How are your children impacted by, by your entrepreneurial journey? 
Oh my gosh, I love that you asked that question. You know, they're impacted in so many ways um, because I think about where we were when they were born versus where we are today. And, you know, at the time, we, my husband and I both worked full time. We both um, were kind of tied, you know, geographically bound to where we lived um, and, you know, where our jobs were and things like that. And, and, um, and we didn't have as much time with them at home. Right. And then my husband, when he started staying home, that was great. They've got more time. And then I started working from home before everybody was right about right. eight years ago. Um, we were able to move to the coast of Maine because we were able to pick the place and not the job. Right. So we came out here to the coast of Maine. Um, and now we spend a month in the summers in Puerto Rico together. I take uh, about a month off and just kind of hang out with them. And we're able to spend time, you know, <laughs> practicing our Spanish and, and just like really having that time to unplug together and all of those opportunities we wouldn't have had before. So I'm That's so awesome. grateful that we get that time together as they're, you know, my, I have a teenager now, so he's kind of, I only maybe have one more year where I can yeah, stick I was him gonna in the You got to guard that time because uh, they're kind of funny. <laughs> they're, they're exactly. Funny. I know I, my time is limited. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think that um, even so, as you said, it's a boy, right? Even so, um, he will still want to go to Puerto Rico. Trust me. Like that, that sure, won't get old. That part won't get old. <laughs> they're funny. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's great. And then do, um, and then, so I, I'm sure, so the, the time factor, being able to spend more quality time, being able to unplug as a family and not be geographically bound by a particular position, those are awesome. But I'm curious about the impact that it has had from them just seeing their mom create mm. something you know, that's, that's viable yeah. and thriving. Like, I'm curious what that has done. Like, have they said, or have they just, have they like asked to start something or do something or try some things? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. They think it's so cool. They think because I do podcasts and I've got, you know, a, a following on LinkedIn and I do some other things, they think I'm like famous and I'm like, I'm not famous. I need you to settle down. But like in their mind, I'm like a really big deal. And I know that will end as they get a little older too. That's nice for my ego sometimes where they're like, yes, oh, but everybody yes, knows you. I'm like, great. they really don't. Um, but, you know, I love that they're going to have so much more understanding of the opportunities than I had only because, you know, at the dinner table. So my husband and I started this business together. So at the dinner table, they're used to hearing about other people's careers, their job searches, what they're doing, what they've got going on. We joke, if I have a client who um, feels like they're being needy and, and they'll say like, oh, I don't mean to be needy. I don't mean to ask for too many things. I'll say like, until my kids know your name, you're being talked about at the dinner table, then you're probably fine. Right. But I think just that, that act of like constantly talking about, about work, but also seeing it happen. It's right. not just this thing. I go to an office every day and I come back, like they can physically see it. They see the impact of the work. They've met a lot of our team. Um, you know, even though they're spread out all over the U S if we travel or they come here or whatever, you know, they meet the team. I think it just gives them opportunity to see, um, like different ways they can do business. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always going to be good for this set of young ones to be able to have mm -hmm. options, right? Because the, the world is right. changing and how things move is definitely changing. So um, it's good for them yeah. to know that there are options available to them. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And then, you know, yeah. Cause I mean, we have, um we have 
two teenagers and one preteen now. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you get me. <laughs> it's I understand what you're teenagers. saying there. And I was like, the, the time being limited and, you know, just like <laughs> making sure that they are aware that they have options. Like they don't have yeah. to feel as though they have to do one particular path because there yeah. are just so many. And if the path that you want is not out there, you can actually create one, which is absolutely amazing. I don't think, I don't think our parents had that option and, you know, it's, it's nice that the, these, these, this generation does. So that's great. I love that. And I love seeing the opportunities they have and just seeing, I mean, yeah, I think about, you know, when I went to college and when I got out, you know, really meandered around thinking, I didn't even know this. I didn't really even see the big picture of what this business could be. We're mm-hmm. not large by any means, but, you know, even just knowing that it could sustain me and other families, I think, you know, you see what, what's in your realm of possibility. Right. And now I, I, I hope that their, uh, their mindset is bigger. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I'm sure it will be. Cause we only, we're the ones that limit them usually, you know, they, they their imagination <laughs> is so, so wide open. So they're like, oh yeah. Okay. And then they see what you do and they're like, and they see what your husband does. And they're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So that's possible. Okay. Well now I can do X or Y or Z. So that's great. That is absolutely great. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm, I have a special heart for entrepreneurs. So, because I feel like that's something that we should all do, all be a part of in some capacity or another. I mean, whether you do it as a side hustle, which is how you started out, or you're yeah. doing it as, you know, a full time deal, it's still it's, it's worth doing because there are just so many lessons that you can learn from having your own and having to fight through those those obstacles and having to have a mindset that is just like gonna like a stick it to itness that has to happen in order for you to have success because it's like a roller coaster it's like up and down it is it's such it's such a roller coaster people will say like oh you know you 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 own your own thing can't you just take off or whatever every day has to be good it's like no there are some days i want to flip my desk and run away and never come back i think everybody has those days right absolutely absolutely but you didn't in the end you're like oh this is worth it this is mine you know Yes. So it's totally worth it. Kind of like parenting. Very so true. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Matter of fact, I was telling mine the other day, I was like, you know what? If I gave up on things like how you, gave, if I gave up on you, like how you are so quick to give up on things when things get hard, I don't know, man, you would not be where you are right now. So just think about that. Just stick with it. Right. You'll yeah. be all right in the end. Trust me. And you'll look back and say, Man, I'm glad I stuck through it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And I think you're right. I mean, I think that there's a lot of lessons to be learned from just watching us get up every day and do the thing, right? Whatever the yes. thing is, I think it's yes. so helpful for kids to see. And I, and you know, and when I say I hope they dream bigger, like I don't necessarily mean they have to do something huge with their lives. I don't actually care. I joke that, um, you know, uh, my biggest goal in life is to not raise asshats. Like I want them to go out in the world and do that's like, Go out in the world and do um and do good work, whatever that is, whatever that means for them. That part. And they think I'm, I thought I was the only one that said that. Cause I'm like, look, I don't care. I don't care what your friends are doing. I'm telling you what you're going to do. Okay. And that is good. You're going to be a productive member of society. You're not going to be a drain, not on my watch. So right. no, that's you're not going to be a drain. You're not going to be an asset. You're going to go out. You're going to do saying? the thing. You I don't do care what the thing is. Exactly right. Oh my goodness. All right, cool. I'm glad oh, you, I love it. I feel the same way we feel. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So this has been such a phenomenal conversation. 
I am so excited for you and what's going to happen this year with this big move that you have just initiated on the first, because I know big things are going to happen. Usually whenever there's like resistance, then there's usually a huge breakthrough. So that's for sure. Thank you. And then we're going to have to do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then we're going to have our tradition right now, which is fill in the blanks. Are you ready for that? I am ready. Okay, awesome. All right. So the first one is, if I am fearless, I will. If I am fearless, I will make big bets on myself. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. The next one is, to me, fearless freedom means. I think that fearless freedom to me means that being open to the opportunities, even if we don't think we're ready, like we talked about earlier, like it doesn't have to be perfect to make that big leap. Nice, 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 nice. And then the last one is my battle cry is. Oh my gosh. So I thought a lot about this one. And I know I told you off, off air that I've been thinking, you know, I was really struggled with this one. And I think in my work in helping people with their job searches and helping people manage their careers, it's really around managing your career with intention, being purposeful and owning the direction of your career. And, and it doesn't matter what you want to do, um, but having an idea of what that is and then and not just letting opportunities come to you or moving into whatever path happens to open your doors, but really focusing on what do you want next and making that happen. And I think that's so important to really own the direction and where you're headed. Oh, I love that. Owning the direction. That's fabulous. Love it. Thank you so much. So, so much for coming on and sharing your story, Deborah. I mean, it's just, it's been really good. And I know that you have inspired many who are listening because, you know, sometimes you just want to hear that somebody just like you is able to make it happen. And so that usually is all you need to take that first step. So I thank you for sharing your story and the pearls because um, you did drop oh. some really cool ones. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for sharing those and um no problem yeah i had a lot of fun thanks for the opportunity and i hope that everyone is fearless enough to make that big leap and bet on themselves awesome 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 and then to say one more time the contact points if they're looking to reach out to you yeah so my company d and s executive career management our website is dscareermanagement.com and follow me on LinkedIn for a ton of content around the executive job search and board searches at uh, LinkedIn. And my handle is Deborah Boggs, D-E-B-R-A-B-O-G-G-S. Perfect. All right. Awesome.